good morning everybody it is 8 32 where i am have you slept well <laughs> i was up pretty late last night which is okay um my neighbors downstairs decided to have a gathering and that's okay and i was a part of that gathering without them knowing because i was up <laughs> uh so we are on episode three I know you guys know my name already, so I won't say it. Well, maybe I will for anybody that's new that's listening. My name's Noelle, <laughs> and I am your host for the podcast. So I just wanted to continue on my story and hopefully um, start to get in some other stuff when this part of the journey with you guys getting to know me and being able to pull information from my story to help you with your own personal life. And I hope that's what I'm doing. And I know when we reach, when we reach one, we teach one. There it is. I had to scramble the words for a minute. Um, So I forgot to leave. I left out. I just forgot to tell you guys about um, when I was leaving my children's father. Last week we were, well, a couple days ago actually, we were talking about um, when I started to drink and use and pills and getting impatient with the kids and how me and his relationship didn't last. And I was thinking this morning, I'm like, what can I bring to them? And I'm like, you know what? I just got to keep telling my story until it reaches somebody's ears to know that you can get through anything. So here we go. Let's continue. (laughs) Um, When I decided to leave, I had no idea where I was going to go. I ended up homeless with my two children when my son was out of the body cast and my daughter was still in a carriage he was like three and by the time we left and my jaw um, was wired shut due to a bad fight that we got into so um yeah we ended up homeless and there would be nights that we walked the streets and um, slept in hallways and didn't know where our next meal was coming because you know people in your family just sometimes can get done with you and especially when they're dealing with their own stuff like I said I don't point fingers anymore. I don't blame my family um, because that's not what I'm about today. Um, I did a lot when I was younger. I won't lie to you guys. I blame them for a lot of my pain because, which they apologized for, but um, it was the lack of accountability and responsibility and I rebelled a lot. And that was my own stuff that I eventually had to come down to the road and come to terms with that we can't blame people for our stuff for the rest of our lives because it's just like you'll keep running into the same wall until the Lord really shows you that you got to look at yourself you know um and decisions we have made turn to our life that saying you reap what you sow really is true guys um we do reap what we sow um so anyways jumping back to that I we were homeless and I remember right before I decided to go and get into another shelter and to ask for help, um, I was at my wit's end, just really down, and the kids didn't have diapers, and, you know, it was just like enough's enough at that point, you know, when you just come to that place of just feeling like something's got to give, um, rock bottom people would call it I guess um so I took me and my children down to the welfare department and told them what was going on with me and they told me that I had to walk up 
<laughs> about a 30 minute walk into uh, the different part of the city um, where I grew up to get some help for me and the kids because they were going to put me into a domestic violence program which yeah I was in a domestic violence situation but um at that point I would lie and say anything just to get help because I was homeless for about a month after that um we ended up going up to the place and they they gave my kids some food and I just remember being so lost and my children were so little at the time you know you can look back at stuff like wow what was really going on with Noelle and then bringing kids into the situation you know so we ended up taking a bus to some really far place I forget the name of the town we went to it was so far though guys I had to take a bus with the kids and literally I had my backpack and a couple diapers and my jaw was wired shut and I decided to leave um Massachusetts and it really wasn't even because I wanted to because if it was my choice and I had somewhere to stay I still would have been selfishly making wrong decisions and hanging out with people and just doing what Noel wanted to do and not thinking about anybody else you know um and the root of that was just pain now that I'm at where I'm at today and being able to share with other people and help other people I can identify and point it out so quickly when I see a young girl and they know it's truth when I speak to them because that's what comes out of me and when you identify with people and you can understand them it's easier to really talk to people um so we ended up going out of state and I stayed at this place it was a show women's shelter with children for only like two weeks because I ended up getting into a altercation with another girl there because again I was very angry and rageful and I didn't I couldn't tolerate people let alone myself you know anybody at that um yeah I just couldn't tolerate people and where we grew up around all we were taught <clears throat> And what I saw was drug dealing, violence, murder. So it's almost like when you grow up around that, you think it's normal and you're a part of that lifestyle and you don't know right from wrong. And especially with people living that lifestyle still today, it breaks my heart because I lived that. I've seen stuff. I've grown up around things and seeing things that no child should see and doing stuff that no teenage or young kid adolescent should have any business doing and I became that a product of my environment when you hear that that is so true because it's just unknowingly becoming that it's not like kids um that it trouble kids it's not that they choose that they just don't have that direction and it makes me a little emotional because so many teenage kids get labeled or people that have you know gotten into trouble with their life even murderers and people that are just make wrong choices i understand we all have to be accountable but that stuff in their life that they haven't healed from and got to the root of and things they've grown up around they think it's normal because i was that person and thank god that i moved out of that environment 
and God took me out of that environment now that I look at it today because I would have stayed there and I would have ended up dead. And that's the truth. So I'm here to be able to share this with you guys to know that anything can turn around for your life and you can make it better, but you have to make that choice for yourself. You don't have to settle for stuff, but you have to make a choice whether you want better or you don't. And it's really getting to the root of what's really going on with us and where it stems from and it's our childhood. And I said that on my trailer, it goes from childhood to youth into adults. And you can drag this stuff into your adult years if you're not really dealing with yourself and allowing people to help you to deal with you, you know, and taking accountability. I keep saying that word because accountability is huge. It's so huge. And I had to learn that the hard way. I'm not just saying this, guys, to be like, yeah, do it today and it starts to, it's going to take a process, but to love yourself enough, you know, don't neglect yourself because you were precious, you know, so back to me, um, going into the shelter with my kids, I ended up getting kicked out of there, and I moved into, uh, they told me that I, I could go to Connecticut, and I'm like, Connecticut, well, I guess, so I didn't have a choice, because I had nowhere else to go, I ended up moving into another domestic violence program in Connecticut, and I got in trouble there as well. Um, I would take my kids out to go to a park and buy alcohol and drink with people that I didn't even know. Just to sit at a park, the kids would be playing, which I... Thank God they didn't get kidnapped. Like, thank God, like, because I was really never paying attention. And I didn't, like, to be honest, I didn't deserve to be a mother then. And like I said that's just me being real with you guys I'm not gonna hide stuff I'm not gonna sugarcoat stuff with you guys because that's who I was and that's not who I am today so um to yeah to push the gas forward with you guys I was there for about a month or two and when my time was up a woman that worked in the domestic violence program told she suggested to me um, about a woman's with children program that you can move into in a different part of Connecticut with my children and that you would stay there for like two years and that they would help you get on your feet and you would um, you know they had rules there you couldn't have cell phones and you'd have to get a job you'd have to like do stuff be productive with your life which at that point, I'm like, what is that? You know, like, I don't, all I cared about was hanging out, right? Um, and they sent a man over that ran the program. And when I tell you that was an angel sent to my life, I didn't see it then, but I choke up now even when I talk about him because he was really like a father. Um, he held me accountable for stuff. When I first met him, um, he asked me questions if I think I needed help and if he talked to my parents, what would they say? Because he wanted to interview me for this program for the um, two and a half years. And I told, I told him I didn't know <laughs> if I needed help. <laughs> oh, gosh, the things we do. Oh. And... He said, okay, and he left. And I was, he didn't give me an answer if I was accepted into the program or not. And I'm like, um, okay. 
because I wasn't ready to be honest with him or myself. If you're not honest with somebody else, it's because you're not honest with yourself. And if you can't hear the truth in somebody else, it's because we have lied. And that's where I was at. I wasn't ready to be truthful, but God knows that I was about to have to be. Um, He ended up coming back and he sat down with me again and he talked to my parents and they said that if they if they said that I need to go to AA meetings and needed help that they would agree and who else knows you better than your parents right <laughs> so I just agreed so I can get into the program and I I got accepted but I remember the day before I stayed in domestic violence for two months just so you guys are on track with me and the day before I was about to leave I remember sitting on the porch outside and thinking that I wanted to go back to Boston and um, be with my friends. And um, I had to make that decision to do the right thing. Even when I didn't know what to do, you know, I had to again step up to the plate not only for myself but for my children and um that's what I decided to do even though I didn't really want to I still did it because I again I had no choice to forgive me with the delay because sometimes I just have to think for a moment guys um so I ended up going there and that was a two-year program that we stayed in And there was other girls there that I ended up meeting. And I was really quiet when I got there. I didn't really talk to a lot of people. I didn't want to get to know anybody. Just because of my own stuff and I was closed in. And I always thought, when I think about it now, I always thought, like, why are you being nice? Like, there's all. I always thought there was something behind it. Because, again, where I grew up, it was, our mindset was, Okay, if you're being nice to me, you're either trying to set me up, you're trying to hurt me, or something's going to happen because those are the things I've experienced. So I didn't I didn't trust people. I had a huge wall up, and I didn't know how to communicate with anybody, and I really didn't want to, to be honest. I didn't, I didn't want to communicate with anybody. I kind of just wanted to stay there, and I didn't even know what was going to happen while I was there. I didn't know I was going to change. I didn't know I was going to grow. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just know that... <clears throat> I just had to basically go there to give it a chance and I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And I thank God to this day that I made that choice to actually go there because it changed my life. And the growth that I received there was just impeccable. And, you know, today I could say that I'm proud of myself because I made that decision to actually put my foot forward. And sometimes that's all you guys got to do. I'm going to end this today with you guys sometimes that you all all you have to do is make that choice you have to come to terms sometimes and make a decision even when you don't know what to do make the choice anyways because that choice is going to change your life whether you see it or not that day you're not going to see it but the progress that will come after that just for you making that choice because then that's when the help comes so I hope you guys have a great day today. I hope this helps somebody. Um, I'll be back on in a few days with you guys just to continue to on this journey with you guys and give you some encouragement and some help and what I can do to, you know, help you as far as being there for you guys and just letting you know everything that you experience in life. It always has a purpose if you're willing to look at yourself. Have a great day, guys.